0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields and with me as always is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Elliot Lane, VP of Events and Head of Benzinga
1: Cannabis. Elliot, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I'm having a blast already. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate your time and let me crash the party. You guys have some awesome guests. So it's honestly just an honor to be a part of it. What type of education kind of hits you
0: when you have to get started headfirst into an industry You've never experienced before, where you've got to talk to some of the bigger
1: companies and learn the space fast. How, how do you do that? Well, first of all, you don't know who's big and who's not, right? So, I, one of my first calls with, was with Truly, and I was like, "This is the same person as you know that consultant I just talked to." Like to me, like there is no difference. Like I had to learn, you know, really what vendors do in the space versus plant touching companies versus payments companies versus what an ERP is. Uh, you know, you have to learn all these different slogans and it takes a while. But really, what you do is you learn what you do first and what value you provide uh, and then how you fit into the space and everything just kind of trickles down from there. So, speaking on the conference, I'm excited to kind of dive into
0: that. When setting up a location, are there other restrictions that surprise people or surprise yourself when you're trying to book, quote unquote, a cannabis conference at one of these hotels? Yeah,
1: I will. It helps also with who we are, right? We're not a consumer yeah. <coughs> event you know so it it does and i think events in the cannabis space are all lumped into this term cannabis events right i mean it, it seems obvious but it must be said we're a very different event from a canacon we're a very yes. different event from a hall of flowers right we're we're not the same really at all with the scent, with with the one possible caveat of maybe we want a crossover with the operators right you know so i mean that that is probably as similar as we get, but we work with a lot of these events as well. MJ Biz is one of our largest partners. Um, you know, we work with Lyft, we work with uh, ArcView on a regular basis. We work with all of our our peers and competitors in ways that people it would probably surprise people. You know, we want to be partners to the cannabis space at large. But when putting on an event, to get back to your question, you know, it, it's it's more about the networking and the value we can provide with the amount of business cards and connections you make there. That's what we're worried about, so that's why we do everything we can to avoid holding it in a convention center.
0: Is there potential opportunity for expansion outside of the cannabis industry hypothetically, if alcohol or big tobacco are interested in kind of being a part of these conversations to get more of
1: a nuanced talk of what the future could look like for multiple parties? Absolutely. We have already been in discussion uh with them uh, to participate in these just in, in these conversations and Um, some positive talks, some not positive talks, right? Some people want to be a part of it. Others want to keep at arm's length until everything is, is legal in 50,000 years, right? You know, as, as for our events, I mean, we, we host events in multiple industries. So we're always talking to people outside of cannabis and if, you know, a lot of our vendors will participate in our crypto event, you know, we have alternative investment sources as well, you know, like crowdfunding. Uh, you know, If you're a private company or crowdfunding, you're considering crowdfunding. That That's something that we host a ton of content and actually virtual events in. So I mean, there's always a crossover there. Slightly switching gears. One of the
0: the areas that I've heard about Benzinga Conference is that I'm not raising capital. There's no reason for me to go. What would
1: you say to that? I would go back to who Benzinga is at, at our heart, right? And also, I would look at your goals, right? I mean, if you are looking for visibility, Or thought leadership. If you're looking for brand recognition, if you're looking for uh, partners, you know to to help you audit your finances. You if you're looking for uh, equipment manufacturers (laughs) or some sort of you know hydroponics firm. um, You know if you're looking for debt. um, If you're, I mean, the list goes on. If you're looking for media outside of Benzinga, you know, screw Benzinga. You know they're too big, right? But like. We'll have really cool podcasts there, like The Dime, right? <laughs> you know, but like, I mean, there's so many reasons to attend events. For us, our umbrella is B2B, and it's partnerships, networking, and yes, it is capital flow. But if you think that coming to an event is how you get capital, you're skipping a 100 steps.
0: How does your team tell after the event? that a certain topic, a certain speaker resonated really well with the audience to know to double down in those areas in the
1: future. It, there's different ways, right? Hey is social. I mean social retention, right? I, I mean love them or hate them. It's the fourth time I've said that on this podcast, but people want to hear from tier one MSOs. People want to criticize them. People yep. wanna people want to be with them and partner with them. But people want to hear from them either way. It, it's the same way with politicians. It's the same way with lobbyists it's the same with celebrities. when it comes to, to everybody else it's obviously way more dependent on the topic but you know that's where our news desk comes into play. you know we have our finger on the pulse in terms of what's happening in the industry like very few others uh, and it's where you know any earned content it really and we see the page views, we see the clicks you know we see what people are looking at uh, and that obviously is a huge uh,
0: advantage. What is a fact or statistic that would surprise the industry about setting up a a conference
1: or an event? Benzinga is severely understaffed. That's more of a personal note. But uh, again, you'd think we're we're as big as everybody else. But we're a team of like 10, 10 to 12 people that put these events on.
0: 20 years from now, we will look back and say, that was barbaric. I can't believe we did that in the cannabis industry. What is that?
1: yeah I mean you're talking just about literally everything in this industry, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's event centric no. No. when you started your
0: journey in the cannabis space, what did you get right, and most importantly, what did you get wrong? cannabis is is people
1: who wanted something new you know they they wanted a new journey, and for me, it's all about relationships, it's all about building value for people, you know, I just got off something that basically was like you gotta pay me for value, right. But if you don't offer something in return, and you don't support people in return, then it's not a partnership, right? And, and that's the beauty of what Benzinga is: is we can offer visibility and earned media. We can offer, um, you know, awareness, and that's something that I love doing for my partners. And I wish I had done it sooner. Uh, you know, I think it would have been good sooner. But something that I realized early on was, I can offer a lot of value to people. Uh, with With the power of Benzinga behind me and the power of our cannabis brand, uh, and that's something that I feel has actually helped me succeed in growing my network and Benzinga's network in cannabis is taking what we do on an earned level and basically saying, "I got you. Let me give you some visibility. Let me give you some awareness on this press release uh, and that's something that I, you know if you reach out to me, like I'm more than happy to do. Uh, is is help people out, get visibility, get awareness. You know, do do an interview with me on the podcast, like we do it twice a week. Uh, it's it's a ton of time, but it's so much fun, uh, and that's something that you know. Like if I can give you earned media, I will, I absolutely will. So that's something that I'm proud of. Like that, I think we're a good partner. Uh, one thing that I wished I had done sooner was get more involved in, in be more of a partner to this industry earlier. Granted, I was still learning, right? I didn't really know what that meant uh, when I first, you know, during the first year, maybe even two years that I was at Benzinga. For me, like, you can't be in this industry and understand what people want to talk about, hear about, what people need from you, unless you are actively participating. And that's something I didn't do soon enough.
0: Or we do predictions, we ask all of our guests, if you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation. What
1: would it be? Not, you should never, never trust Washington D.C. Um, <laughs> A lot of people should hear that. <laughs> uh, here's, uh, diversify. Uh, you know, we'll take it back to the financial side, and this isn't necessarily like for the next generation of Benzing, and this is for everybody that looks at cannabis as uh, an opportunity. Protect yourself. Don't give everything to this industry. A lot of people have, and I am not discrediting them for it. But when it comes to putting your money into the space, it's highly volatile Uh, and protect yourself. All right. Prediction time. The April event is coming. Elliot, what topics
0: or main takeaways do you predict will be the focus or the main idea for the conference?
1: Finance, operations, and brands are all going to be touched on you're going to have people talking about receivership. You're going to have people talking about bankruptcy and seizing assets. But you're also going to be talking about the same thing of debt is the only thing that is flowing right now.
0: I mean, I'm excited, Elliot. So for our (laughs) listeners, they want to get in touch, they want to attend, where can they find you?
1: BZcannabis.com. That's our event website. You can check out our past agendas. Benzinga.com slash cannabis for all of our cannabis news. Um, And then just hit Benzinga Cannabis Insider. Uh, It's our podcast. And we'd love to have you there. And then ideally we get Brian and Kellen there, you know, chat more about the dime and your all's perspective of the industry. But really those three places are all you need to remember for us. Uh, and you know, we we'd love to hear from everybody. So Elliot Lane, E-L-L-I-O-T-L-A-N-E at Benzinga.com. Always open for emails, always open to connect. Awesome. We'll link those up in the show notes. Thanks for taking the time. This was a lot of fun. This was a blast. Thank you guys for giving me the time and the visibility on Benzinga and hopefully we can have more of these conversations going forward.
0: Looking forward to it. Thanks, Elliot. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you.